Hey guys, welcome to the show. You're listening to the Bella Italy podcast. And welcome back. Hello, Anthony. Lovely to see you. Bright, shiny face. I wouldn't say that, but yes. <laughs> Look at that smile. Look at that smile. That's the olive oil, that shine you see, my friend. So, <laughs> oozy, oozy. Oh, all of the Italian slurs and and metaphors that come to mind. Oh yes, <laughs> greasy. Thanks. Uh, we're gonna get greasy on today's episode. Well, here we nice are segue. in season two, and uh, you know it, it, this has been this has been a, a fun ride. If you're just joining us for the first time, um, welcome to the Bella Italy podcast. I'm Brian, and this is my uh, <laughs> my show co-host, <laughs> resident expert, CEO of ItalyWithBella.com, and that is Anthony. Hello, Anthony. Hello, welcome Brian. back to season two good morning good to be back at season two <laughs> finally getting into uh a new city a new region new town very excited to speak about it because we just came back from there so uh love to yep, yep, uh yep. address that i think it's two episodes right we're gonna hit this with yeah uh, we're gonna we're gonna have to divide uh this particular episode into two there is so much that we want to to get into and to talk about. And, you know, there's there's not a lot of places in Italy that you have to do a little bit of groundwork and uh, excavation, <laughs> which is an appropriate metaphor for this area around Vesuvius. Uh, you have to do a little bit of excavating to get to the real Italy, the real nature of Naples, which is what we're talking about today. Before we jump into Naples, if you haven't heard our first season, uh, there's no pressure to go back and listen by any means, but uh, what you're missing is Rome on up to the north. And so you can go back and you can hit our uh, our, our Italy uh, recap, our season one recap, if you want, uh, which was the intro and opener to the second season here, and at least get a good overview of what you're missing out on in case any of those cities mean something to you and you want to go back. Just be aware, this is our disclaimer. <laughs> this is a work in progress. We're learning. And the first uh, couple of episodes were atrocious uh, sound wise, technically, uh, all of that, but the, the humor remains and the, oh, yes. uh, the expertise shines through. Yes. <laughs> you can bear it. <laughs> but anyway, here shine, we are. But yes. okay. <laughs> it's our, it's the word of the day. I think it's a piece of beautiful marble that you couldn't see Shiny. what it was. I'm thinking until... more of the sweat dripping down off my face. It's August here well, in Sicily. I'm shiny. But you're talking, talking about, about the beautiful rock. aspect. Oh, I like I'm that. I'm talking about that piece Let's that focus. first season was a rock 
that was you know needed Unhune. to sculpture. Yeah, exactly. So this is the second you need, can see what we're it building. Needs a little work. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Well, that's, Ooh, a, that's ugly. That's a very positive spin on what something. What is that? And what are they doing we're gonna, there? <laughs> we're going to try to give a little spin to Naples. And all right, so here's here's what we do. Um, it, if you haven't heard our first season, we try to go in and assess a particular town or region at least in these first couple of seasons, we'll be doing this where we want to uh, pull back the curtain a little bit and see Italy as it really is. That's that's what our hearts are. Um, we both have a lot of experience over here in Italy. I've been traveling uh, here. I live here, but I've been traveling over to Italy uh, for the, the last 30 years. Uh, Anthony's been traveling decades as well and his own property over here. We're both uh, Italian and American dual citizens and have family over here as well, uh, distant cousins, relatives, all that kind of thing. And so we we think we know <laughs> a little bit about Italy, but okay. uh, certainly there are gaps in our knowledge because, and, and this is one of the beautiful things about Italy is you go two kilometers, a mile <laughs> out of your... <laughs> hometown, wherever it is, and you're in a different world. And that is one of the beautiful things about Italy. Have you found that to be true? Just a little bit away and you're in a different place, a different world. Yeah. I mean, it's great stories of we, well, we had a home uh, and I remember there was two bars and my friend says, well, you see, I'm from this town. I'm like, well, where's the, in that, our bar is people go, the locals, because I'm from this town. And the guy next to him was one town over. And you'll see that none of the locals go to his bar because he's not from here. I'm like, he's he's a mile and a half. <laughs> you know? He's not and, from here. Uh, what does that I mean? Am, he's not uh, from here. On a canese, you know, that's what he says to me. I'm like, oh, <laughs> that's when it triggered. I'm like, geez, you know, 450 yeah. people in a town. And, uh, you know, it's just. just <laughs> you yeah, can be man. 450 feet away and you're a stranger <laughs> that, in that land. <laughs> that perfect Siena is the perfect example, right? You think about all the, you know, how it's carved up into mayors. They used to have mayors in each street, in each section of uh, Siena, and it was just inside a wall. I mean, and it was, it's typical of Italy. Like, so. Yeah, we're, uh, yeah, we're no strangers to rivalries over here, <laughs> uh, whether in, in uh, Sicily, where I live. Uh, I live on the Catania side, of course, and the, yeah, there's the Palermo side. <laughs> um, the rivalries are, are endless, but probably the most famous is the uh, Arancino, which mm -hmm. on the other side of the island is Arancina. It turns from <laughs> masculine to feminine. And, you know, so obviously I chose this side of the, <laughs> the island of for, the for, for gender purposes. <laughs> but no, it's fluid, though, but, Brian. You can go back. But it's fluid. Yeah, it, it's not. I, I'm looking maybe in the interior of the island. It's non-binary. Who knows? <laughs> for the Argentino. But hey, okay, Brian, we're moving of, off of this. All of that aside. All of that aside. Oh, all of that, that is aside, not a place we want to go. Getting back to what we're talking about today, um, there is a lot of mystique built up around Naples. Uh, I my mm -hmm. first experience with Naples was the the early '90s. This was the first uh, Gulf War, the first President Bush 
And uh, is it? It just seems like a different era, pre nine eleven. You know, a different different world uh, that that we lived in in the the late eighties, early nineties, and uh, started coming over here to Naples. Naples was uh, affectionately referred to as the uh, armpit of Italy by my uh, military friends. <laughs> well, they didn't actually say armpit, but this is censored for podcast purposes. Yes. And so this is, uh, yeah, one rendition, let's say. <laughs> but it, it did not have PG a great... rendition. Yes. <laughs> it didn't have a, a great, um, I don't know, uh, the, the mystique about it was is rather stinky, we could say. And, you know, it, it took some time to overcome that. Uh, and mm. Hollywood hasn't helped. Uh, we both have a yeah. friend in common out in Dallas, Texas, who uh, was very scared to go to Naples with us because of, you know, certain TV series, Gomorra. Uh, there, there's, there's no shortage of yeah. bad PR for well, You think Naples. about the news and, about the garbage strikes and the piles of garbage in the street. Yeah. That's what they put. That is a real deal. Know? <laughs> yes, yeah. it's a real that, deal and we, and we see it down here in in sicily you know hi, historically there is a there is a tight connection over the last uh 16 1700 years between the kingdoms of the two sicilies naples down mm -hmm. uh all the way to the tip of the boot across the island over to the other side of uh, Palermo, the other side of Sicily. And th there's been a, a huge historic connection here for a long, long time. And we'll get into a little bit of that later on in this episode. But I, I want to, I want to come, you know, just, just kind of start us off here, Anthony. I know you've got historical familial roots in, in this area as well. Tell me a little bit about that family and, and what your initial perception of, because you're coming from a different part of the U.S. than I come from. I come from the deep south uh, along the Mississippi. This is the Mississippi Delta cotton, you know, uh, plantation era, you know, Italians. You're coming from the upper northeast Italians coming through Ellis and it's a, it's a different feel, uh, but your family's from, you know, traditionally from this area of Italy. What, what was that perception like for you growing up? What did you think about so, it? Perception for me was it almost, you know, so my family is about 40 minutes, um, North still in Campania and Caserta, right? The province of Caserta. Um, and you know, as far as, you know, me knowing and being there and seeing it, farmers you know a lot of tomatoes a lot of pigs uh a lot of uh you know just typical farmland right and so when <clears throat> when i saw naples it kind of tied in with the the grittiness of my family um the i would say <laughs> i would say that um being in the northeast to be honest with you most of the Italians I meet were from that region and it's typical, right? And, um, I, my guess is even, you know, and you look back at your family, most of the people that, you know, in your region, you know, basically migrated to what you said through the Delta, through Louisiana, up, 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 up to Mississippi. And that's what I grew to know. Like, so I always thought, Hey, most Italians that are in America, and this is typical American perception or whatever in the Northeast, Hey, they're all from Calabria or they're from Naples or at least Caserta. Right. So I grew up with that, but um, and my impression, the same thing of Naples, you know, I, <laughs> great story. Uh, my uncle went out um, to see our family, sat at a table. This is a great perception growing up. You're going to love this. Sits at a table and it was about 20 family members of Campo Pianos. And he was only him and an old man at the table. 
And my uncle goes, so where's where's all the men? Oh, they're all in jail or dead. Oh, <laughs> so my perception is it was all mafia. There you go. <laughs> it was all mafia, or they died somehow and you know, whatever. But um, that and um, a family member mugged him and stole his stole his money. So, so my perception, he yeah. didn't have a good trip <laughs> going yeah. to see family in the Naples region. So my perception growing up was all right, mafia is you know i wouldn't say uneducated but from my family's perspective there were farmers pig farmers my grandfather grew up living in the stalls where the sleeping where the stalls where the pigs were so my perception of italy was dirty grimy um working with your hands that type of you know poor um and also mafia that's what i grew up with uh mm-hmm. in the northeast and it was played out if you think about it it was played out in sopranos it was played out in um you know other other uh you know, Gamora and that stuff. So my perception of that region was definitely um, what my buddy Jay's perception was and what you see in the movies. So Yeah, and uh, it's, yeah. A, it's a hard uh, perception to, to shake. And we don't want to, you know, I, I don't want to spend too much time going into, into all of this. There are other much better podcast and uh, <laughs> sources to, to talk about the, the whole uh, it, Italo-Americano yes, uh, yes. persona and how that's been shaped by Hollywood. But there is a lot of, there's a lot of truth to it. And so there's, it's hard to shake because it's rooted <laughs> in a lot of fact and reality. My side of the family, uh, my mother's side, uh, is from the Palermo side and, uh, you know, from outside of Palermo and Cefalu here in Sicily. And, uh, I, I, I get to a certain degree, I get the, uh, the grittiness that comes from the South. It's, it's very different. Um, my, my grandmother married someone from the, the other side, from the North of Italy. And so I kind of see a little bit of both sides, but, um, it, it, it definitely has a, a sense or a perception of, yeah, agriculture, grittiness, um, oppression, mm-hmm. poverty, having to do whatever you need to do to make it through. The mafia comes into that, and, and we still deal with the mafia down here in Sicily. Statistically, today, the mafia has something to do with locally run businesses. In Palermo, probably 93% of local businesses have to pay something to, to the mafia over here on the Catania side. It's uh, 87, 88% of local Crazy. businesses, yeah, statistically pay something. And, you know, it, it's, it, it's a little bit more hidden. It's not, you know, the, the last Godfather scene, if you can call the third movie part of that trilogy. Oh, uh, it's not the, you know, dying on the steps of the theater in, in broad daylight, uh, you know, shotgun wounds. It, it, it hasn't been like that for probably the last two decades. It's really under the surface. There's a lot of uh, I- illegal trafficking of drugs, there's trafficking of humans, there's trafficking of migrants and refugees, and there's uh, work, you know, labor force type stuff that goes on. A lot of political things are pulled, and there's a lot of ties to the traditional uh, Catholic church over here. And I don't want to get into all that. The, the, the point being that the South typically has a really gritty, grimy persona, and it has earned a lot of that. Fosso, e mi stringo in un maglione rosso, 
come il conto in banca nostro Amarti costa più del tasso fisso Ed ogni volta che tu voli via da me Pensa che è stupida Io muoio senza te What I, what I want to show, though, and I think our heart with Italy with Bella, the, the travel agency side and the Bella Italy podcast, is the real Italy. And so I don't yep. want to pull any punches. But mm-hmm. all that to say, and that's kind of a really gritty disclaimer on what we feel like there is so much great stuff to see, to do, mm-hmm. to eat, to drink here in the south and so give me give me just a little perceptive uh, perception on what was your first experience like coming over and, and actually visiting naples did it live up to the imagery you have in, in you had in your head uh and to what extent yeah give us that actually um the only imagery that i would say that stuck and i still think is true is the you know the way they drive that's a big thing mm. people always <laughs> talk about um, and it was it was dirty, right? It, it, but it was organized chaos, right? Which was the perception I had. Um, but I knew going into it, and the funny thing you mentioned, kind of, and I, I thought about this. I used to go claw hogging, um, which is clams in Rhode Island, and we'd stick our foot in the water, right? And we'd be muddy, and you have this 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 clam and you got to wash it off and open it up. And like, there it is. You know, that was the, you know, know, I'm not saying I'm finding pearls, but I'm trying to get that analogy. (laughs) If you clean it off and you look what it really has and what it has to offer, that was the amazing thing about being in Naples, right? You can't look at the dirt, right? You can't look at the the cars and the traffic. You have to look at what it has to offer, right? And you, you have to clean it, push that away, push it aside. And, once we did, you know, our time there, I mean, it was, you know, whether it was the food or the people, I mean, even our tour, the, the tours we did, the the realness of them, right? And the the beauty of their, their love of it, even though they have to deal with certain things every day, that <laughs> yeah. spoke to us, right? Um, and we can't wait to go back because we know there's so much more. Right. We just tip, you know, we just hit the tip of the, the spear, right? The, the surface of it. Um, but there's so much so many pearls, right? And we're going to talk about in the second episode. So what I really saw was, yeah, I saw the I saw the traffic, but I knew that I saw it was going to be dirty. But there weren't piles of garbage in the air. It was just people walking <laughs> on the street. Hey, I'm done with this. I'm done with this box. I'll just throw it on the street, you know. But that doesn't bother me. I'm used, you know. I, you know, we're used to that, you know. Rhode so, Island. Um, yeah, that's true. That's where it comes from. It comes from Naples, and you just throw stuff on the street. No, but you know what I mean. I, but that doesn't deter me from looking at the sure. pearl in the in this dirty you know shell that we, we we pull up and we drive into right I think you know we're gonna uncover this but that's what I felt I felt that you know I know I was gonna get good pizza I know I was gonna get good food but we just touched the surface once we started getting into that third fourth day we realized how much there was to offer mm-hmm. is that yeah that that helped yeah, absolutely. And, you know, my my first experience was, uh, you know, wrecked by the, uh, the the preconceptions that I had been told about Naples before getting there. It's the armpit of Italy and it's dirty, it's noisy, it's uh, crime ridden. Uh, it, it's this, that and the other. And, you know, honestly, a lot of that was true. Uh, but <laughs> a lot has changed over here mm-hmm. in the last 30 years. I I remember coming to Catania in the early 90s 
and there were uh, large heaps of uh, trash trash piles on fire outside of the city, illegal trash fires outside of the city uh, because of service interruptions of, uh, you know, garbage being taken out. And so people would take it out to the countryside, dump it and light it on fire and leave it. And, and it, it looked like a, I mean, I, I was in the military. It looked like a war zone. Mm. Uh, this was Catania that I remember. A decade before, it was a different picture. It was being built up as the Milan of the South. Catania mm-hmm. was up and coming. We still had a lot of industry here uh, 30 years ago, 40 years ago in the South. And uh, things were up and coming. But, you know, crime has a, a way of surfacing and corruption uh, <laughs> he eats through the wood and makes things brittle. And, you know, mm-hmm. those structures collapse at a certain point. And uh, today, Catania is very different. Uh, I highly recommend coming to the South. And I'm excited that in this season, we're going to get to some of the other cities in the South, the Deep South, as I call it, Sicily, the crossroads of cultures down here where I live. Um, I'm excited to get to that because I want to share some of the 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 the, the beauty and the rawness of of Sicily. Yeah, I think I think the thing you're mentioning when you talk about the changes, the one thing I noticed, and you and I have noticed because we deal with the North a lot, right? Customers want the South is keeping true to what we know about Italy as we deal with restaurants and we deal with tour guides and we deal with some of us. They're changing a little bit, right? You know what I mean, Brian? We've had this conversation. Mm-hmm. Wow, they're mm-hmm. they're getting Americanized in certain areas of, of the bigger cities and re- especially the restaurants, right? We could talk about that off on another podcast. The South's not doing that right now, right? They're still in the old traditions, the stuff that we know Italy. We know that when we think of Italy, they're staying true to that, right? Um, that's what I, I that's what I get out of it too, um, and, and uh, I think there is a difference in the North and South in regards to that alone. Well, um, I, I, I think we're ready. We've kind of painted a, a dire picture, and I want to start digging our way out of it. We're going to excavate. I told you we we're going to excavate, and it gets a little dirty when you're excavating. Um, you know, uh, here we are. This is this is our, our first episode that really touches on the true South. Um, you, you come into Rome, and for all intents and purposes, Rome is Southern, but it mm-hmm. is not the South. And, and there's a there's a lot of you know uh, I I don't want to get into a debate with a, with an actual Italian on this, but uh, we we could we could make a lot of conjecture uh, about this. I think for practical purposes, folks coming over and experiencing Italy for the first time. If they have been in the north, I, I like to say it like this. If you've, let's say you've been to Milan and you were to get on a plane and you were to come straight down here to Catania, to Sicily, and you get off the plane, maybe you feel like you've gone from, you know, San Diego to Tijuana. There is, there's a marked difference between yes. uh, just the, the, you know, the, the pollution the the dirt the corruption the trash heaps the mafia all all of this it's just much more apparent and i'm not saying that that does not exist in the north 
but it is hidden a little better mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> in the north. You come down here and what we're after is the real Italy and and you really feel that. I, I think it was the uh, the German writer and, and travel novelist uh, Goethe um, who, who actually came here to, to Sicily. In fact, he uh, set foot on a, a pair of hills, well, not really hills, uh, they're cones, volcanic cones near Belpaso in a neighboring town called Nicolosi that I go a uh, little hiking, a little trekking every, every weekend uh, just to get a breath of fresh air. He actually came to these and, uh, you know, his, his perception of having traveled in Italy and then coming to Sicily was, look, Sicily is the key to everything. And a lot of people kind of get rubbed the wrong way with that. I think what he was getting at, and if you read, you know, in context, uh, that the point he's trying to make is it is Sicily is very real still. Mm -hmm. It's very yes. raw still. And mm -hmm. you get that in Naples as well, because right. as I say, historically, um, these two, uh, kingdoms from Naples on South, all the way down here into Sicily. And as far as the other side of the Island to Palermo, this was all connected under a, a single monarchy. And so you, you have these two, uh, well, really three regions, uh, four, if you count others that butt in, but the, the coming down from the shin of the boot, <laughs> all mm -hmm. the way to the to the toe to the the little triangular football looking thing that uh, the boot is kicking, <laughs> and we feel like that sometimes. <laughs> That's all the time. But uh, all, all of it, all of it has it, it's a little bit more homogenous, and and you get a feel for it. Now, when when I'm in Catania nearby, uh, ten minutes from where I live. I can understand the dialect. Uh, I can't speak it yet, but I can understand what they're talking about generally. If I go to Naples, I can't understand a word. Uh, it's a it's a completely different linguistic tree. It it sounds like Russian to me. It's a very mm. guttural. It has some yeah, German overtone. There's yeah yeah. It's it's um it's interesting how how different it is, and yet there's a lot of history here with the Arabs coming in, uh, the Normans and them leaving marks, and we've talked about this before, culturally and linguistically and also in the cuisine. All of that said, as I came into to Naples um, and started traveling and, and getting to know it, despite the fact that it's a little off-putting at first, if you don't know, if you're not prepared for the rawness, as you push through that, just like you're saying, and you wipe some of that dirt off of the shell, and you open it up, uh, there, there are some lovely treasures to be found. And so I'm looking forward to uh, episode number two of, of this new season to get into what some of those pearls are inside of the shell <laughs> of, yes. of Naples. But give us, uh, but, you know, but as we start to kind of uh, bring our thoughts to a close for this first episode, um, you've been back to Naples a few times. Mm -hmm. And you've been opening that shell. Give us, give us some teasers and highlights for you as you've started to get into Naples. Uh, do you want to go back and why? Because there's because it's a great base. First of all, I would go back and why because of the base, right? You can go to the uh, like I said, you can go from the Bay of Bay of Naples into the Sorrentine Peninsula 
you can get art. They, you know, they have a great. So as a base, you're talking about logistically, geographically. Logistic it's a yes, great yes. place to base out of. Mm -hmm. Maybe have a B and B there and do some day trips. Uh, exactly. And and in that area, okay, okay, it's a good. I mean, base you think about what it has. Over. It has nature, right? It has food. It has history, museums. It has opera houses. It has Caruso. And I mean, it has a lot there that you could spend 10 days there if you really want to, right? And just take it all in and do your day trips. So I think this, there's a lot to offer in Naples. And a lot of people just think of the food and they think of uh, nostalgia of it, right? The pizza and the food. But there's, there is, a, it's, it is yeah, a the great music, base. even the, the yeah. Italo Americano it's music. True, true. Uh, yeah. yeah, that comes through a lot of the, yeah, the, the, the look and feel. Of mm -hmm. what we think about in America as Italy is really personified here in, 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 yeah, Naples. in Naples. Yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah, and a lot of the food, you know, that we, you know, I grew up with and and know. But yeah, I think um, I think the base piece is a big thing. I think a lot of people don't think that. But if you think about, you can get to the water, you can get to the mountains, a volcano, right? You can you can see Pompeii. I mean, we can we're going to talk about it in the next episode, but there's a, has a lot to offer from being there at, on a base. Yep. I love it. Yeah, the the base is is definitely one layer of that. The the food and the history, the art is another layer of that. The people and oh, great, who you meet a great, and great point. and it's a total different type of personality. I would say, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a bigger. Firsthand. It's a bigger personality. It is. <laughs> it is a lot uh, of personality. It, <laughs> <laughs> it it reminds me more of the typical. Uh, American Italian experience yes, yes, that the, yes. the, the persona right out that, front. You know, <laughs> because you know, it, we, we stereotype a lot of times in the U S about Italians are just noisy, rambunctious, you know, devil may care kind of Anthony. personalities and character, but <laughs> you can say I, it, Brian, you can say Anthony, <laughs> a, a North, yeah, a Northeasterners, you know, too, but uh, it's, that's not, that's not, uh, it's not as homogenous, I think, as as mm -hmm. we we play that card to say because there's a lot of of parts of of Italy, uh, Lombardia, uh, even Umbria. I think we could say uh, La Marca, we could say Puglia, um, that that have very understated personalities. They're a little more slower, easygoing, reserved, quieter types. Um, that, that's, you know, obviously you've got all kinds of personality types over here. And that's not to say that we don't have quiet people in Sicily. We do. But as far as that caricature that we've kind of painted in our minds because of Hollywood and other things, a lot of that comes out of Naples and it comes out of the deep South and we find that filtered into, uh, Americana, if you will. <laughs> and it gets painted as Italian, but it's really Southern. It's really yeah. South. I like the point you make too about the personality, because when I think about clients that go out, right? I think about their personality when they love Umbria. Well, guess what? That suits their personality. And some personalities, I think about them going to Naples, that's going to be overwhelming to them. <laughs> they like Umbria, Abruzzo, yeah. Marche, yeah. you know, all that. Right. Ah, that, oh, I loved it. Well, yeah, because it just fits you more. We go to, you and I right. grew up or we understand it. Naples has that different personality, you know? Um, yeah. So that's a good point. I like that point personality wise. Yeah. 
I think it fits people. Well, too. for for all personality types, I think there's something <laughs> inviting and worth looking into, worth digging into mm. and excavating in this part of the country. And I'm excited that on our next episode, we're going to be able to dig into a little bit more on all of these different key points of these different categories and go uh, a little bit deeper. Um, I, I liked what you said about the base is a huge draw to go back for me going back to Naples. So I I'm up in this, uh, area of Italy now, uh, every couple of weeks. Um, I, I have some things to do in this area. And so as I'm going in and out of Naples more often now over the last year, I I'm, I'm getting to see that there were a lot of things that I overlooked mm-hmm. on my first visits whether the the coffee cuisine or uh, the, the the just the 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 temperament of people <laughs> or uh, some some of the just the grittiness and you know it it's almost refreshing I have to say That's to, a great to get into too. a place yeah. where yeah. it's just there's no facade I have a friend in in Zurich. Uh, that I get to uh, have the the pleasure of of going up and seeing Hanging every, along, every yeah, now yeah. and then, and and I love the contrast because I land in Zurich <laughs> and it's almost like there's this audible, oh God, thank you. Finally, it's clean, it's pristine, it's green, it's all you know, just farmland and just you know, immaculate and they've got (laughs) rules about you can't mow your lawn on Sunday morning and you've got to be quiet (laughs) and you've got to have a, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, how do you say the, the, not a con a permit is what I'm looking for a permit to do this or that. And you can't disturb your neighbors between these hours and blah, blah, blah. But I tell you (laughs) after a weekend with him (laughs) and, uh, and his wife and and this little family is after a weekend, I'm like, I I'm kind of like, okay, I'm refreshed. Thank you for that. I want to get back to the real, you know, real life and, Mm. and you living on top of each other. And I've got horns blasting every day. I've got to put on noise canceling headphones to read a book down here. It's how noisy and loud. I remember I went to go visit you. I went to go visit you and my wife or an Airbnb and I wake up and everyone, I'm like, what the hell is that horn? I go outside, some guy selling fruit. I'm like, I haven't, what? I haven't seen people outside in, the, in Florence selling fruit. Guy's got a car. He's just, you know, he's bonking the yeah. horn every morning. Tell me fruit. He's, I'm like, all right, they come this by is with different. their horns. They've got their loudspeakers. He's and he's telling you in uh, Sicilian dialect that he's got oranges. He's got, uh, you know, uh, cavafiori. He's got uh, yeah. this and that and everything. And and it's just, it's it's loud. It's intrusive. But it's also just zero Real. facade, yeah. And there, mm-hmm. there is something kind of refreshing <laughs> about that as well. And it, and uh, I so, was refreshing yeah. once a week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But you got to have it in li- limited doses. I don't think we've had any any uh, uh, guests that have come through, any of our clients that have come through that have stayed exclusively in the South. Mm. Uh, I think most of them want uh, a bit of a you know, smorgasbord, a bit of a buffet and get to, to try different things about Italy, which I think is really smart. Um, that said, I think the South should be on everyone's uh, arrangement program plate 
plan <laughs> for at least, if not their first, at least their second trip Agree. over here to uh, to the beautiful country, the Bel Paese, that it is Italy. And with that said, uh, looking forward to seeing your, your smiling, shiny face again <laughs> next week. And we get to talk about Naples. Uh, we're going to talk about why it's a good base. We're going to talk about some of the food that people can expect coming over here. We're going to talk, yeah, I mean, uh, th there's some safety things that we need to talk about, but I think people will be largely surprised it's not uh, crime-ridden. Mm -hmm. It's not unsafe. It's uh, very pleasant. And, you know, if you can embrace it for what it is, I think mm -hmm. you can have a fantastic experience. What do you think? I, I totally agree. I think... If you don't do Naples or you don't do Sicily, you're seeing one side of the coin of Italy, to be honest with you. I do. I think you're seeing one side and you're not getting the full picture, especially for people that have this impression um, when they go to Italy or they've seen of Italy or they know of Italian-Americans. If you want to get that true expression and true impression that you already have, you have to do this out. That's personally, I, I feel, you know, too, it's too the way it's too clean too pristine and you know and too uh marketed you know so yeah yeah point. <laughs> well and that that is another great point uh that we need to dive into next time which is uh one of the reasons folks don't come this far south is because it can be a little bit more challenging logistically mm -hmm. uh to get here and you know again going back to that analogy of you're in uh, san diego you go across the border into tijuana there's a, a little bit of shock factor and one of those shocking things is the conveniences the familiarity uh, also how well they've done down here in the south or <laughs> let's say how poorly they've done here in the south with tourism in general making things easy there there's not as many public transportation systems that we rely on in the north when we have our folks coming in uh, to visit Italy, the real Italy. Uh, we put them on trains. Uh, sometimes buses or transport or trams now are becoming a big thing, especially around Bologna, coming in and out of Florence uh, and some of these northern cities. You can, you can get on a tram easily in and out of Rome, in and out of Milan. You're going to be on some kind of mass transit in order to facilitate that in the south <laughs> you better know somebody or, or rent a car those are really your options it's some guy uh, picking you up no, and bringing you place to place hmm. <laughs> it's not impossible and we'll no. get into a little bit of that about naples um coming up next but all that to say uh anthony thank you for trying to to pry i, I kind of picture us you know we're, we're prying that clam's mouth open here we've dusted <laughs> it off a little bit yes. i don't want to do you know i don't want to shine it up and make it something that it's not but yeah. there there What's is a reason is i have yeah. the inside is great and it's yeah. worth doing and that's why we're doing two episodes on naples because and we'll get to you know maybe we'll assign our numerical value that means absolutely nothing but we'll put a number of points on it to compare it to other Italian cities uh, just for kicks and giggles. But all that to say, it's worth doing two episodes. And I'm excited to delve into the next part where we get to talk about the, the jewels and the, you know, the, the goodness that's on the inside. And it's worth opening up and excavating a bit to get to. Thank you for being here. Looking forward to picking your brain about your experiences in Naples, in Naples on this next episode 
and we will see you and all of you listening next time. All right. Uh, I'm going to take uh, five here. I got to feed the cats and get a uh, refresh my water. Me too. Um, a cat was staring at me the whole time in that chair. Looking yeah. at me. It's gone now. He's I'm giving just, me the evil eye. He's like, oh, why gone? aren't you feeding me, human? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what you're supposed to be doing? Basso per schivare a piedi in bari il fosso.